Comics and money we're going to talk about on this episode of the Shadowbinders podcast, so stick around. Back to the Shadowbinders podcast. My name is Tom Pratt. I draw Shadowbinders, and with me is my lovely co-host, Cambria Pratt. Hello, I, I write Shadowbinders and I, other things. I did remember her name. Yes, we, <laughs> we were going to this earlier, and he was joking he couldn't remember my name. I had to smack you. Okay, so uh, I guess we're going to do another podcast talking about uh, the economics of comics. Well, why we're doing it is because of the post that has popped up on Facebook. Lately, um, the in the beat, like the first one I saw was the one from oh, what was his name so again? The Brian Chirillo. Is that what it was? Tri- yeah, I think that's way. what it was. Brian Chirillo. He works for Boom. He does uh, Trilla. Brian Chirillo. Trilla. Yes. And sorry. That popped up, and then uh, shortly after, uh, the comics beat the beat did uh, another article about it with some other information they got from someplace else. So it's kind of been going around the net for the last few days. Yeah. Where people are basically, they're, they're talking about, uh, yeah. And this comes up every, it seems like every six months, there's a new discussion about, uh, indie comics page rates and how much work is involved in comics versus the payoff. Um, and, uh, he basically posted his page rate. He posted what his, his schedule is like, which is mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And that he works like seven days a week. Yeah. And he works from 7am to 3am, which is very similar to what you do. Yeah. And yeah. Um, he works pretty much every day. And after all of this, he gets maybe $2,400 after taxes. After taxes. And he lives $24,000. I did that last time, too. Yeah. $24,000 per year. Dang it. I keep like, doing that. Hey, you know, break it down. Well, if you break it down the, by the hour, it's even less than that, really, because he's working longer than eight hour. Yeah. Days. And then he says, you know, he has to take on other things, you know, to try to make it work. And then, you know, his wife is paying most of the living expenses because he's not making enough. He can't. They live in, I think, I think Portland, I think Portland yeah, which is, you know, fairly expensive. Yeah. I so, I mean, you have to run, you have to consider that too. Yeah. And, um, I mean, this is, this is, this is pretty common and I, I you know, I, I, I'm going to give him props for, for, uh, you know, coming out and saying his wife is, is carrying most of the financial burden because, uh, you know, the stories I've heard in, uh, indie comics and web comics. A lot of times, a lot of folks that claim to do comics full time uh-huh. actually have. Like, a, well, first of all, they are doing comics full time. Yeah, but but many times they have a spouse, significant other, a family member. They're living with a lot of people. They don't have a lot of expense, so it's a misnomer. It's not like they're doing comics full time and paying a mortgage and taking care of kids. And it's basically, I'm doing comics full time, but my wife, the nurse, or my husband, the investment banker, is paying for you know me to live right. while I draw comics. It's not the same thing. But I can literally say I'm doing comics full time. I mean, if you're a street musician and you make 50 cents a day and change, you can say, I do this full time. It doesn't mean you're making a viable living on it. Right. Um, and that's that's sort of the misnomer. So I think it's cool that he actually came out and said, hey, you know, I'm going to freely admit I pay the mortgage, but she pays everything else. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I thought that, yeah, that was really cool. He said it. And it was a lot. It, and it opened up a lot of dialogue with people. And um, they're saying that they said that another guy here up here. Let me find it. 
uh, what's his name? Uh, David Harper. Mm. Um, he did a, he has a site called Sketched, and he launched a survey mm. to artists to see where they are, and 186% of them responded. And it was interesting because there's a pie chart if you go to the Comics Beat and look this up on it. And um, of the artists who earned money strictly from their comic art, Mm. 48.2% earn less than $12,000 a year. Uh, 17.9% earn between $12,000 and $25,000, roughly. Well, Mm. Uh, $24,999. 10.7% are between $25,000 and $49,999. Right, so there's 75% right there, and they're all under $49,000. Right, right. Or $50,000, basically. And then there's another, what is that, 17, like maybe 20. 25%, 25%, maybe, I don't think it's probably in the high, that deal, deal with the rest between uh, 50000 and up to a million. Yeah, that's 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 quite a jump, isn't it? I mean, there's, there are actually fewer people, according to this chart, uh, making between one hundred and two hundred thousand 200000 per year than there are 200000 plus. And I'm guessing, um, I mean, if he's asking, who, did it say who he asked? He said he sent out a survey to artists to explain what they were doing. Higher, 186. Let me click on this and see what it tells us. But, um... You have to figure, like you had said earlier, about it's probably from Kickstarters or places that people like an image or whatever doing pretty right, well with their, depending right. on how well it sells. Um, here, some here's his, his thing he did. Um, yeah, I mean, this is all, you know, and that's only based on the people that respond. So, yeah, I would imagine the people there, the two hundred thousand plus, are either, you know, they had uh, like they have a, their ages, they have a country they're from. Yeah, of course, the ones most of them came it probably were from the United States. Um, my iPad's not. How long have you been working in comics? Um, it looked like they were m- the most the typical respondent. Looked like they were male between twenty six and forty four from the United States. Yeah. Um, there's there was diversity in the mix. There was nineteen twenty year old, eight, nineteen to twenty five age group, nineteen countries responded in total. Um, you know what's interesting though here too, and if you go down, if you go back here and look at this pie chart, um. How long have you been working in comics? And you, you, you see a shakeout because you have... Yeah, that is interesting. 37% zero to three years. You've got four to six years at 25%. And then as you start you know, accumulating time in the industry, people start dropping off because the people that have been in it for more than 15 years, you've only got you know 9.2%. Yeah, because they switched something else, gave up, wasn't making yeah. enough money, burned out. And I'm guessing whatever. that those, the, the more than 15 years... I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing... Well, 63% were in it for six years or less. Yeah. So, basically, people get into comics. Um, I would say the people that have been in it for the 15 years plus are probably the ones making over 200000 I don't know. Most uh, likely, if they're still in there. Guess. But it's interesting, too, the position, what your position is. And 42.4% were writers and artists. Uh, writer, artist. Mm. 47.3% were just artists. 1.1% was anchor... Uh, Flatter is 0.5%, colorist is 7.6%, and letter is 1.1%. Now, this is interesting, too, though. Where are the, just the, the straight-up writers? I don't know. It's a writer slash. I think the writers are included in the writer slash artist. They're but that doesn't make sense because, because artists have their own category. You don't have any straight-up writers because there are people that work in comics that do nothing but write comics. They don't draw them. So I don't understand... Then it talked about, hmm. like, what they worked on, floppies. But the majority were floppy artists. Um, okay, they had some comics. Okay, now here, here's where it gets... Uh, 23.2% of web comics. So when you break it down, you, you start to see that the, the people working um, for the mainstream publishers are basically the ones making... Well, the yeah, I mean, that's yeah, because kind of they have a chart that's here a duh, you know? and what you primarily work in. 
And 43.1% are on floppies. Mm. Uh, 27.1% are on graphic novels. 23.2% are on webcomics. 1.1% are on manga. And 5.5% are on comic strips. Okay, now see, this is where this is where things could really get skewed, though. Because you have that, that one, um, that 3% we talked about before that we're making over 200 grand a year. If And they, then you have a small percentage, about the same, that we're doing comics for 15 years plus. Mm-hmm. And then you've got people doing comic strips. I, I'm going to wager uh, a bet here and say that some of the people in the survey were established comic strip creators. Yeah, yeah. well, they who said they're on syndicated. here. Syndicated, so you might get like, I mean, Grant, I don't know if you get like Jim Davis in there, but you're going to get somebody in there who's probably, you know, has a strip out there that's doing well and they've been doing it for a long time. So yeah, they don't say who the people everything. they asked were, um, but he said that. Uh, He's, they did say that uh, over 93% of them worked in floppies, graphic novels, and webcomics, with the biggest chunk coming from floppy market. It was excellent seeing so many webcomic respondents, but one note for going forward, the income questions were not aimed at those who work on were aimed at those who work on floppies and graphic novels, and it made it difficult for some webcomic creators to respond. See, this is the thing, too, with when they do a survey like this, because it's such a wide you know, section of, of, of creators, you're going every, every everybody from, from web comics, people who make typically make very little money, if any money, uh, say for a handful of exceptions. And you're going all the way up to maybe a syndicated comic strip creator who mm-hmm. might be making hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars a year, just depending on what they do. So it's sort of like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's very it's a wide it's, range. It's a wide range. I mean, there is, there is money in there, but I think, you know, like I said, the one end, I think the web comics, if folks are just doing it for fun and they're not really generating any revenue from it, that can pull the whole survey down. Whereas the other end of it, the comic strip people, Might that's be a to- it up the other way. Yeah, that's a totally different. Dang it, they're blowing the curve, man. Well, they are. They're blowing the curve because that's a totally different weight class. But you know, I mean, Jim Davis is a different weight class than your average Marvel. They're different weight class than most. Not that I'm making fun of the guy who does Garfield, but no. But I mean, it's just yeah. It's it's just yeah. You're not saying you're not you're implying anything with weight, right? That that would be that would be Garfield anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, like a guy like that is going to be making a lot more money than uh, somebody who just posts their comics on Tumblr or whatever. Well, it's just um, you know, which goes back to like the whole we said about making money and stuff, and it's just I think people, the whole point of all this basically is um. No one's really, not many are really getting super rich on it. Yeah. And it's a struggle and it's a lot of hours. Like I know Tom will work like what the guy described where he's going to bed at two and getting up at like, you know, early. I don't even know what time it varies and works his butt off from time he's up to time he goes to bed. And he, there's no fun. We have kids and they don't always see us, but we work on stuff and it's not a lot of money sometimes. No, I mean, it's, it's really, I mean, it gets really frustrating. It does get I worry about, I, I do worry about your health a lot of times oh, because you don't sleep right. and that's bad. Oh, who needs And then I love his description about, um, let me go back this to This is it. a Brian Trilla. Yeah, did, hold yeah. on, let me go back to I hope to I'm it. pronouncing that right if he ever winds up I can't go this, back. I... Work with me. Okay, um, now it went too far. You suck. You're talking that about the iPad, iPad. Right? My iPad sucks. I'm not talking, why am I going into GameStop? Because it tricked you into clicking an ad. Oh, did it? <laughs> I, I think so. Oh, I can't get back to it. But anyway, he was talking about um, basically how he works so much that he is so tired. Here, I got back to it. Come on. It's thinking about it. He's so tired that some days he's, it's just like here. I feel like on. death warmed over. Kind of. 
I'm kind of jumping around here because I'm, it's not it's not cooperating. Okay, here we go. Good cooperate. Um, yeah, here he said, uh, four hours of sleep per day, best case scenario. Weekends too. Do the sleep deprivation. I feel like an absolute. I feel like absolute garbage all the time. Depression, anxiety, nausea, fatigue, weight gain, compromised cognitive abilities, even hallucinations. I suffer from all of these. Uh, hallucinations. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Mm. Okay, I don't know. (laughs) Cam doesn't exist. I'm not real. No, she's not real. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I will admit there have been times, I mean, I've been doing, and a lot of people don't don't know this. Like, I've actually, I mean, I didn't just start doing web comics. I've been Mm -hmm. doing comics for years. And uh, I've been doing professional comics, not, you know, for like at least 10 plus years now, off and on. And I know... When I was younger, I mean, I would pull these ridiculous all-nighters, and um, I remember one Disney Comics coloring marathon. I think I slept like two hours a night for like a week. Oh, that was terrible. To get this. It wasn't that many days. It was like three days, but you didn't sleep. No, no. And I used to be able, when I was younger, I used to be able to pull that off. Uh, and Not I would, me ever. No, but I mean, I used to do it with, because I got used to doing it with freelance projects. I would a lot of times... You know, being young and hungry, somebody would give me a project on Friday, and they'd need it by Monday. So guess what? You know, I buy five you know bottles of Mountain Dew, and I'm working all weekend to get this thing done to pay the rent that month. So, you know, I kind of got in the habit of doing it, but now with a family and getting older, it's well, that's what he was saying because he has kids, and yeah. he now I will give him that he does a lot a few hours for family time. We actually need to do that because we do, we don't. and we don't. But um. And our kids get upset, which I don't blame them. But the point is, I mean, his basically his what he says at the end is don't do it. Um, for as far as comes, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying to temper your expectations. I yeah, mean, I mean, there's a couple things going on here. I mean, this this is typical for uh, an indie publisher. Well, I mean, it's hard to. He's with Boom, and let's. I'm gonna be honest here, and this isn't you know knocking Boom or anything, but it, it has been shown that boom pays well compared compared to marvel and dc they're just not a a big operation they don't pay much so if he were doing the same amount of work for marvel or dc he'd probably be making twice as much money i don't know how much exactly but yeah but his life would still suck but he'd be getting paid more you know but even then they they were talking about how that even those books don't pay a a great deal and the one person or he was saying about if um even if you got like $100 $100 a page, because I'll go back to that article in a minute. They were talking about different page rates. And if you got like $100 a page on a book, it's a 20-page book, you're only going to make a couple thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And there's only so many books you can do a year. Yeah, I know the the smaller end of the the main, I mean, they used to have a big two, and now they talk there's more like a top five. You've got Marvel, DC, Image, and uh, there's a list you know, here. Boom, IDW, Valiant they put in. Now, that's interesting. That, said, that was the top They one. said Valiant was actually one of the highest paying, which surprises me because I... Here, I'm going back to it. Yeah, there's a list of it. It. It's why thinking, do you hate me? I don't hate you. I'm not talking to you. Okay, the iPad's misbehaving. Okay, um, here, I'm going down here. It, we'll, we'll post that, the article, so you can see what we're talking about because all the pie charts are yeah, on Yeah, it's there. a good, I mean, it's a really good resource. Okay. But again, I think it's thrown because you've got people from such a, a wide... Well, here, they have, you know, what's your most recent page rate? Um, less than $25 was 13.6%. And I'm not trying to be bad, but why would you work for that? Uh, 25 to 50... Web comics. <laughs> I don't know. 25 to $50 is 6.4%. 50 to $100 is 28.2%. Um, a hundred to two hundred dollars is twenty nine point one percent. 
200 to $300 is 14.5%, and more than $300 is 8.2%. And those are, like, per pay, for your page rates. Yeah, so I can, I mean, again, this is a, you know, definitely geared toward uh, people freelancing for a publisher or whatever, you know, yeah, the biggest, not webcomics people. The largest range, well, this is this is including webcomics people in, this, in the thing, but mm-hmm. the largest range was between $50 to 100 and 100 to 200 So, Fifty uh, percent. Well, actually, it's closer to sixty percent of these people are making between fifty to one hundred and one hundred to two hundred dollars a page. Um, okay, so you do a twenty-page comic, and if you're making fifty bucks a page, you, you, I mean, it's a thousand dollars for a month's work. You can go work. At, you know, I'm not trying to be jerk. You can go work at like you know fast food and get more money. Yeah, probably for less hours. Yeah. So I mean, they're talking about that. Um, here's the page rates by publisher. Okay. They're yeah. They're saying that they actually uh. Valiant is the highest, but which really surprises me. Uh, DC is number two, then Marvel's. Marvel and DC are pretty much tied, which most people know. Dark Horse is a little bit under that. Uh, Image, when they pay page rates. Now, see, here's the thing, because Image is mostly creator-owned, but yeah. I imagine there are some books that, that people are paid the page rate. Then they go down Image, Dynamite, IDW, and all the way at the bottom is Boom. But uh, which... You know, the gentleman who put the article up with his page rates is working for Boom, so he's already right at the gate saying he's getting probably the lowest, you know, yeah. page this is, rates. This is for... by what people have reported. This is not, I mean, this is, right. this is all, you know, subjective because it's what people reported. And then they asked him where else to get income from. And cover work is 44.8%. Commissions is 71.4%. Digital and collection royalties is 26.7%. Selling original art, 59%. And other, 32.4%. Other. <laughs> so, actually, other. commissions well, and original like art, or original like art is where they make most of their money. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's all over the place. But like you said, it's such a wide... Yeah, and it's, it's um, you know, and again, there are no two business models that are identical, even for, for artists. Because I know, you know, several artist friends who do things totally different. Like, some may do more in commissions than they do in... Or they don't have any original art to sell because they're doing everything digitally. Or right. They, so, yeah, you, know, you have to take so, all that into consideration. I mean, um, so that was interesting. And then they have different pie charts reflecting that. So make sure you check out this article. Oh, here, I like this. How many hours a week do you work on your work, on your art? Uh, 40 to 60%, 40 to 60% hours is 37.4%. Where does it start? Oh, here, it starts less than 20. Okay, let's start with the part timers. Less than 20 hours a week, you have 11%. So, 11, I, I'm, you know, I'm, again, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this was skewed by webcomics artists because I can't imagine too many full time comic book artists that work less than 20 hours a week. I'm going to be honest here. It's, I don't it's know. you know, short of, unless you just do a cover, uh, you do covers maybe. Well, I don't but, know about webcomics either because, like, ours take, like, how many hours per page? And then like you have the other 10-ish. stuff, too. So 20 to 40 hours is 25.3%. Uh, 40 to 60 hours is 37.4%. And more than 60 hours is 26.3%. Yeah, so you're looking over full-time job, like, 70, 75% of the respondents said it's you're going to work more than 40 hours a week if you work in comics. I mean, that's just, that's it. You know, yeah. So twenty five percent said twenty to forty. Lucky, but I'm gonna say that 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 yeah, those, that eleven percent is probably web comics people put out like a page or something. I don't know. Don't know, but the point is, I mean, you're basically it's a lot of work, and you break it down per hour, it's not much pay. Nope. But that, I mean, it's the reality of the situation. Yep. It's it's just I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. And like a lot of people in web comics, they make a lot of money. You know, there are. There's just a small amount. I mean, there's there's a, you, you have a percentage that make a, can make some money, 
And of that percentage, a smaller percent make enough to like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe you can live on it. Mm. And then a tiny, tiny, tiny percent make actual like good money. Living, I mean, yeah. not living, but like, you know. Like good money. Yeah, there are probably, I mean, seriously, you can have the good money webcomics you can probably count on one hand, mm. I think. Um, of the tens of thousands of webcomics that are out there, or of the tens of thousands that start like every year, I think you've got, you know, a handful of people that could could certifiably make six figures plus per year. Yeah. So, I mean, and then there was another article I didn't read on that, but you you heard the interview. People were saying, well, there are people making the money um, at certain places in comics. I didn't hear the podcast you listened to. Um. Yeah, there, well, yeah, and we talked about that. I mean, there there are... You know, I mean, this is this is again, this is all over the place because we're talking, you know, creator owned comics at like Image. Um, some of those people have been very, very successful. That's not everyone, but a handful of those people have been incredibly it's successful. Like everywhere you go, it's uh, like there's a whole bunch of people in it, but maybe like a fraction of a percent are the ones that actually. Yeah, and you hear about them. You're always hearing about, um, you know, Robert Kirkman, The Walking Dead, because it was such a huge, huge thing. But not everybody publishing through Image is going to be Robert Kirkman. I mean, it's yeah. just not. You know, going to happen. Same with web comics. Not everybody's going to be the oatmeal, and right? Marvel and DC. Not everybody's going to be a Jim Lee or a Todd McFarlane or whoever's you know hot this year. It's right, just... and you have to. I mean, we're not telling you at all to not to do it. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is to come into it with your eyes wide open and realize that the higher you go, you might have more work. It doesn't necessarily mean more money. Right. Well, that's that's it. I mean, you know, most most other jobs, if you put more into it. And there, there was another article out there by uh, um, a woman. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she, was it Rachel Neighbors? I don't know. I didn't that see was it. getting some mileage, too, because she basically said she got out of comics because she loved comics, but comics didn't love her back. And she said she was in that situation where she was working insane hours for little pay, and she got out of it and got into web development because she's like, I can at least I can make a living off of this. Right. You know? And um, and she's been happy doing that, and she kind of relegated comics to, like, a hobby. Uh, but she said she had years and years of frustration just, you know, throwing down all these hours for something that didn't pay and wasn't going to pay. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people will, and that's why you see that shakeout when you start looking at the number of years. Yeah, that I, people think, are I in think that's comics. exactly what happened. I think what happens is you get a lot of people that get into it, and it's not – Paying what they well, think it should pay. It's not what they expected. It's not what they expected, and they they get out. I mean, I know a lot of people that were doing comics in the '90s, and then they got into like video game design, and mm-hmm. they got into well, lots of pays know. better. Yeah, I know people were talking the other day that they some of the best paying gigs they've got have been video game related, as mm-hmm. opposed to doing comics and things like that. So, I know no one person. I was I was laughing because um they were saying about well you know oh some people are making money, and I commented. Um, well, yeah, the publishers. <laughs> yeah, the pub- yeah, publishers. I mean, comics publishing is actually, it seems to be picking up. I mean. Yeah, they're making all kinds of money. They're just not, they're just not increasing the rates as they the page should. rates to the creators. But then again, you have a glut of people that want to do comics. Well, that's what they said here. There I are mean, more people now, because I remember, like, when I first wanted to get into comics. And again, this just shows that the, the demographic, how much has shifted. When I wanted to break into comics, it was mostly young white guys. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It was a young white guys wanted to break into comics and now it's so diverse which is good but it's also there there are a lot more people that want to do comics now Mm -hmm. and so you have a lot more competition with the internet you have so many more people out there that can put their stuff out there it used to be if you wanted to break into comics either you had to get an interview at the publisher or you had to go to a convention stand in line and get portfolio review 
and that's how you got your job. And very few people would be willing to do that. And now, you know, anybody, anybody can put their stuff online. And so you're competing with like all of those people now. Well, uh, I'm reading this here, and they're talking about rates, and they said adjusted for inflation. And this comes from uh, Janelle, how do you say her last name? I don't know. Aslan, Aslan, whatever. They're talking about what the, the 1978 rates were and the Bill of Rights, Bill of Rights. Yeah, I heard, I heard about that. They talked about these were what the suggested rates should be for Well, the they said publishers. adjusted for inflation, the rates today would be. Artist one thousand and eighty dollars is that per page? I'm mm-hmm. guessing writers three hundred and sixty dollars, letterers one hundred and forty four dollars, and colorists two hundred and fifty two. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and then they have a list here of um, Alex DeCampi put together some page rates of what they're about what they are now. Yeah. Um. So a scripting for mainstream it's eighty to a hundred dollars, and for indie it's twenty five to fifty dollars. Covers six hundred to seven hundred, and indie two hundred to five hundred. Line art two hundred to three hundred, uh, indie one hundred to fifty. Color art one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty dollars, uh, and indie thirty five to one hundred. Letters twenty to twenty five, and indie ten to twenty. So, mm. um, yeah, that nothing ever really it hasn't doesn't really change. It's not hitting what the rate should be adjusted for. They're getting paid by inflation rates better. Uh, yeah, know, years ago. There yeah, well, but then you also have to realize, I mean, let's let's be honest here and look at this. Uh, the circulation on comics back then oh, was that's true. a kajillion times higher than it is now. That's like, very true. Like Marvel used to cancel books. Marvel used to cancel comics that didn't sell under or that would sell under, I think it was 400,000 copies per month. That was a book that got canceled. Marvel now, they're, whoa, there is a motorcycle. They're uh, they're thrilled when a book sells over a hundred thousand. Yeah, copies that's true. Per month. That's very true. So I mean, we're talking and again. I don't think it's comics dying. Everybody's like, oh, comics are dying. Comics are dying. No, I just think it's consumers the way that they want to be. You know, they want to to digest these stories and these characters is changing. Right. And the comics aren't as accessible as they used to be. You used to be able to, you know, pick up a comic at any Seven Eleven. Any. But you have to figure too. There's so much more to do now than there used to be then. I mean, like now you have the internet. You have, yeah. you know, Netflix. You have comics were cheap entertainment for people that just wanted to chuckle, whatever. Now, yeah, you're competing with the internet. You got Daredevil on Netflix. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you're going to go pick up a comic book or go use your Netflix subscription. Their seven ninety five subscription and go watch Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I think there's a lot more competition in different media as well. But and everything's instant. Everything's easily accessible and. Um, you know, so I mean, it's and that's a whole nother that's a whole nother conversation. So, but the point being that I don't think artists are commanding as much now because they're they're not reaching as many people and they're not know. selling as many books. So, what's the takeaway from all this that we've droned on for? for um, the takeaway from this, uh, I think, it just be aware of what you're getting into and uh, comics. Uh, I mean, you have to love doing it because, uh, even though it's possible to make a living, even though it's possible to somehow luck out and get rich doing comics, it's unlikely. It's unlikely. unlikely. I always love it when you hear people, um, like talking about comics and they're like, you know, okay, so I'm doing this like three months. Where's my money? Like, where's all the money I'm making? And you look at them like, are you serious? I'm like, I've been doing this for like 10 plus years. Where's my money? You know, you know, it's like, Um, yeah, it's like, seriously, really? And they seriously are like, okay, I'm going to do a webcomic and make lots of monies. Because one or two people did. Of all the like tens of said, thousands, tens of thousands of comics out there, 
yeah, a handful of people actually started making good money. And like and we said about that, too, they're most likely the ones that got to do it full time because they had somebody else paying the bills yep. so they could do it full time. I know for a fact. I mean, I'm not I'm certainly not going to name names, but I can think of several. Couple, I can think of several web comics or, or indie comics that are actually a big deal now. But I know they had a helping hand either from a spouse or something, mm-hmm. you know, uh, paying the bills until they could make it go full time. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. I mean, anybody can really do anything. If you have nothing to do, but to work at your, you know, I know you don't like the craft, but have nothing to do, but yeah, work I don't know your, why that annoys work, me. work at your craft. And that's all you do from the time you get up to the time you go to bed. Eventually you'll probably hit something and can make it fly. But you know, you've got to be eating in the meantime. And if yeah. you have to split your and if you have a house and kids, it's even right, you know, more right. of an issue. And like these other people had houses and children and it's just, it's just, you know, we're not dissuading anybody from doing it. We're like more power to you. Go ahead. We we would never tell anybody not to do it. It's awesome. Do mm-hmm. it, but just understand that it's it's hard work and it, it's not going to yield the results that you think it will. And it, that that can be frustrating too because I know like I mean of all the the freelancing I do freelance a number of different levels. Comics is the lowest paying. I mean it's the lowest paying work that I do, and uh, you know it's frustrating to put that kind of time in sometimes and then just not get the return. Cause I mean, geez, I could have gone and worked at, you know, Walmart and made more money. You yeah. Know? Cause you're like, okay, well I just spent, you know, 12 hours on this page or whatever. And I could have worked someplace 12 hours at a much higher mm-hmm. dollar amount and made more money and not had the aggravation. <laughs> you know, not had to work on Sunday, not mm-hmm. had to, you know, yes, yeah, so you get to work, you know, get to go home. hours and then you get to, and we, you have your, you have your days off and everything right, else, right. but nope, not with this. So, so I don't know that, but I mean, we're not being negative because it's not just us saying it. This no, time. no, no. It's everybody saying it. And again, this is a wide, I mean, there are, certainly there are people making money in comics. Um, but again, it's, I think it's just like any other like acting or professional sports or whatever. You're going to have a, statistically a small percentage. Yeah. Cause everybody wants to do it. And I think when there's so many people that want to do it, that skews results also, I think, mm. because you know, only like a fraction of a fraction of percent are ever going to make it when you have that many yeah. people. Which is why, which is why I think you saw that survey that you could see, you know, a bunch of people that have only been doing it for a couple of years, and then it starts to, you know, sort of like screw this crap. Yeah, then, then you have the stubborn people like us who just like we yeah. won't let it go. As time goes on, you see people just sort of you know dropping out until you get down to like the fifteen years plus, and you only had a handful of people that have been doing it for that long. We're heading there. Yeah, actually, I'm. Yeah, I'm getting close to that. So. Um, but where's the money? <laughs> yeah, we're still like, where's the money? Where's we have, the money? I mean, you can get money, but you don't make a lot of money. No, no. And um, yeah, so it's it's definitely uh, food for thought. Uh, again, not trying to talk anybody out of doing it, but I really wish people be more honest because you have a lot of people who I think they're trying to just kind of puff up their own, you know, mm-hmm. egos or whatever, you know, saying, hey, look. I'm doing this full time. I'm making money. I'm. They're not specifying how much money they're making. They're, they're not, not specifying, specifying how they're living and doing it. How they're living and doing it full time. Oh, I just love. But my favorite was the one. I'm not going to say who it was, but going on and on about you know they're the authority on it and everything else. And it's like then you bought it. Their husband's an investment banker. I was like, really? You know? yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. people don't know that. I was yeah. like, oh, that just that just totally blew my whole perception on that one. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, it, you, you know, like you had said before, other discussions, you have to look for the story behind the story. 
Yeah, there's always there's always a story, and this is I, I learned. I, I mean, I used to be years ago as a newspaper editor, and then I, I started working in marketing. And you know, believe it or not, the two are pretty closely related. Uh, but you always find the story behind the story. Whatever the public story is, there's always a story behind that. And when somebody becomes a breakout success, you can kind of trace the steps back to how that happened. Mm-hmm. And most people don't just like spring up overnight, make a kajillion dollars, quit their day job, and start drawing comics. It's like no, this person either lived in abject poverty or they had a spouse keeping them or they knew somebody or whatever. And that's usually how they mm. get to, you know, everybody's story is different. So, right. But it's just, you know, look to find out just because sometimes it seems too good to be true. It probably is. There's yeah. probably more to it than, you know, you can, you're seeing. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? That least depress everyone now. No, it's not depressing. I, I think it's, it's, it's some real talk. And I think people really, I think anybody who, uh, wants to work in comics is thinking about working in comics, you know, beyond just doing their own web comic stuff for fun needs to check out these articles mm-hmm. we'll and link look them. at these numbers. You're going to link them, right? I'll, I'll link I them. I hope in the so. Show Cause notes. I keep saying yeah. that we'll link them, but then if we don't link it linked, it's not my fault. Yeah. I'll, and I apologize for the noise We're, we live on a very busy street and we've had, uh, there must be like a lot of motorcycles out today or something. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll link it in the show notes and, and definitely check it out. Uh, it's, it's fascinating stuff. I know artists typically don't like numbers, but I think, but you, I think you need to ask something else as an artist. The best thing you can do for yourself, the best thing you can do is learn how to do business Yep. and learn how things work because I know you don't want to deal with it. It's more fun to just create and to put it out there, but I'm telling you, you need to learn how this stuff works and you need to wade through BS and see what's, what's real and what isn't. Cause when it comes to, Anything on the internet, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of poo to wade through. Yeah, it's, 